0: Hello and welcome to our viewers on Cruxinvestor.com and also to our listeners on Cruxcast, our new podcast series. We're joined today by Serafina Iacono, he's the Chairman of Grand Columbia Gold. Hello, how are you?
1: Very well, thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Uh, Good morning. give you a little bit of an overview of the company, um, uh, Grand Columbia is a company is the largest producer of gold in Colombia. Uh, we produced 250,000 ounces of gold uh, at the end of this year. Um, it's a company that was uh, founded in 2009 by the combination of, of a company called Medora Resources uh, that had the Marmato project and uh, Grand Columbia Gold that had the Segovia project. It's a company that has gone through uh, uh, since uh, the foundation of this company uh, has gone through some incredible growth. It's a company that started with sixty-five thousand ounces of gold. Uh, through the years, we have uh, reorganized the company. Uh, and we invested in total of, uh, of about four hundred million dollars uh, to uh, in, in the combined company. Uh, They have very large resource reserves uh, basis, and uh, as we stand, the company has probably one of the best uh, grades in uh, uh, in the world. I think it's top three on grade seventeen grams per ton, and a very low cost of production, which is five hundred and forty dollars an ounce.
0: Right, fantastic! Thanks for that summary. So, as I understand, there are two projects. That you've got one, which is um, Segovia. Segovia. Now that that's the one with the high grades at the Correct. moment, uh, and i producing somewhere in the region of one hundred ninety-three thousand ounces. So that's a significant producer. You've also got uh, Marmato. Correct. So Marmato. Tell me about that. It was a bit earlier in the process.
1: Um, Segovia is is very much developed. It's it's one of. Uh, we, we operate three of 23 mines in a concession that is truly a private property in Colombia, one right. of the one a rarity. We own the mineral rights and the land, uh, so we don't pay any royalties in the, in the property. It's, uh, it's not mature, but it's fairly mature, much more mature than Marmato. Um, as you said, we produce over 190,000 ounces mm-hmm. at a very low cost. Marmato is our next project. Mm. Uh, Marmato is a project that started actually before Segovia. We started um, by developing a low-grade open-pit mine in in 2011. Um, Unfortunately, with the prices of gold going down, the project became uh, very expensive to build. It was over a billion dollars, so we changed the design of the mine by going underground and by developing the underground part. Today um, we have a project that is in the, the development stage, we produce 30,000 ounces there. Mm. Now we're going to go into an expansion phase. The expansion phase is going to be to take the production to 180,000 ounces.
0: Right, right. Okay. So uh, I want to talk quickly about your board, if we may, because um It kind of leads on to the next area I want to talk about, which is how you structure the financing around this one, because you've got some very interesting structures in there and I'd love to talk about. So looking at the directors, it seems to be very legal and financial focused. The management team is very technical. I mean, how, how does that work? How do you work well, with that? Well,
1: the the way we'd like to arrange our board, we're mostly financial, mm-hmm. and that's where we come from. But uh, we come with an experience of almost 35 years in the mining industry. So we understand. Mm-hmm. We understand. And mining. outside as well, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, we should we should talk about it in another conversation. Well, but sure, <laughs> sure. Okay.
1: Uh, uh So uh, our board—it's usually a board that gives strength on the financial side, that gives strength on the legal side, and, uh, mm. and
0: mostly on the compliance side. And why have you done that? Is that—is it because Colombia is difficult to operate in, or is it just the Colombia?
1: Colombia is a, is is a very challenging place, like all South American place. We as a management choose to live in the country, so we live myself and most of my board, uh, with the exception of three. Yeah. Of the board members, or two of the board members, that yeah. uh, they live in Canada and the U.S., the rest all live in yeah. South America, and they all live in Colombia. So we have we're very hands-on uh, management team and board. Um, one of our directors uh, is uh, an ex-minister of mines, so yeah. he knows. Uh, Mr. Martinez. Uh, Mr. Martinez. Um, yes. uh, my partner and co founder of this company, Miguel Telacampa, has uh, been in Latin America involved in natural resources mm. for 40 years, and so so am I. So for us, the separation, the management team, it's very important that has the know how and mm. has the know who. That's the most important thing to phrase. have in Latin
0: America. The know who. The know who is just as important. I think so. I think so. Okay. Um, but, but tell me a little bit about them because I, I, I see a lot of years of experience here. Um, well, Lombardo Paredes is the CEO of the company mm. on the management
1: side. Lombardo um, was uh, actually comes from the, uh, he's an engineer, is mm. a uh, mechanical engineer, but uh, he was the head of the largest oil refinery in Venezuela. Uh, okay. Managed. 7 million barrels of oil a day in refineries Mm. all over the world. Mm. So although his experience also comes in mining because in Venezuela, when he was in Venezuela, they dealt with oil oil, and mining was very much related with iron ore and things, so he understands the business. He is really the driving force in the company to taking the company into, uh, into the development that we've had in the last four years. The um, uh, CFO is a guy with twenty-five years experience. Worked for major mining companies. Mike Davis, uh, financial guys that understands what needs to be done. That has great controls. Right. uh, And Uh,
0: and he how long has he been with you?
1: He's been with us uh, for twenty years almost.
0: Okay. Wow. Okay. Like like a like a lot of people here. Like
1: all the people, uh, uh, our our local people. I, I would say the youngest is Jose Nacio Noero. He has twelve years working for right. us. He's a youngster. He's a
0: baby. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about Mike Davis and and your experience because if I look at some of the structures you mentioned in your PowerPoint, it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, it's unconventional, but it's allowed you to get into production and start throwing off cash, which you're doing, and you're now the process of paying, paying yeah. down debt etc. Explain how you've gone about your thinking. Why have you structured things this way? Well,
1: you know, we went through the good times of when mining uh, and it was very easy to raise money. There yeah. were a lot of funds in the world and everything. In the last, in the last six years, it's become very challenging, mm. very difficult to develop projects. Um, through ourselves, our management team, Mike Davis especially, that is fantastic on the financial side, we had to reinvent ourselves in ways of uh, creating uh, liquidity in, in, in the company to to build the projects, but at the same time maintain uh, the uh, you know the structure of the company of not getting super diluted.
0: Right, and that's tough because a lot of people are just happy to survive. When it gets tough, you've actually been able to build this out and get into yeah. production, significant production. You're a mid-tier producer now. Absolutely, and
1: on our way to become a large producer mm. because with the Marmato development, which is our latest financing that we're gonna be doing, uh, we are gonna to go to 400,000 ounces. Wow. Okay. So that then it becomes a completely different company. How do we do it? We, we started looking at the possibilities of doing things. These days when you go into stream into streaming, the streaming is a very expensive way to finance yourself. Uh, it's dilutive to the investors. It's very punitive to the investors and our group, uh, my partner, myself, are probably the largest shareholders in this company. We are very much aligned with the rest of the shareholders. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's important uh, that uh, that we don't uh, do steps that uh, prejudice the, uh, the investors. So we started looking at what's the best way to finance this thing. Mm. We have a very solid company. I mean, uh, if you look at uh, Grand Columbia, uh, we put out our financials yesterday that were fantastic. We've been growing for the last four years, every quarter, 20,
0: 15 to 20%. This is great. That's P E type returns. Exactly. That's great.
1: Okay. So the company, the company has taken pro, uh, the cost of production when we started taking the mine yeah. over of eleven hundred dollars an ounce. Yeah. We're down to five hundred and forty dollars.
0: Fantastic. Eleven so hundred down to five hundred.
1: So when uh, we we've been very successful in in establishing parameters, and that's been through the financial thing. So the next step was how do we finance our project and how we finance ourselves. Right. The most important thing that we've done, we as, a, uh, as investors and as founders of this company, I put our money where our mouth is. So every time we... What, what yeah, does that we, mean? How much money? Well, uh, the 20% of the debt that was $150 million debt was management. Wow. Uh, uh, it still is management. Fantastic. So management believes in his company and its assets. We had to find ways, since the banks don't lend money, since the streaming are very expensive and everything, Hmm. we started thinking of uh, what's the best way for us to finance. We actually were the first one in Canada that created this kind of bond that we did. Tell me about
0: that. I've, I've marked them on here. I want to know. It's it's
1: it, it's a fantastic piece of paper. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, the, the, we we own it and we love it. Uh, we do it in such a way that it's beneficial. Instead of giving the money to a bank or giving the money to a streaming, we give it to our investors because most of our uh, shareholders are the guys that own the bonds. So, what are what are the terms on that? The terms of the bond of of the bond that we have the the only bond that we have it's mm. it's an eight and a half percent coupon. Nice. We cover the downside, which is uh, uh, twelve fifty gold. So we guarantee that you will get twelve fifty gold. Okay. Um, you get all the upside on the amount of money that was lent to us. Right. So in the case okay. of uh, this case, when we started, the bond it was a hundred million dollars. We're down to sixty-eight million dollars in the first year. We already paid. A very large.
0: So what's chunk. the term? When when's this to paid? The terms
1: off? it's going to be paid. It, the, the terms is two thousand and twenty four, but we're going okay. to finish paying it in 2000.: early, early redemption.
0: No penalties.
1: Um, no penalties. Not because it's at the end of two thousand and twenty three, okay. but the paper is a fantastic paper because it gives you the coupon, steady coupon. It gets paid. Interest get paid on a monthly basis, so it keeps a discipline and the principal gets paid on a quarterly basis plus on the quarterly basis you get a kicker if it's above 1250 wow so and uh, so it's a paper that gives you 11% return yeah. every month we set an amount of gold aside in a, a, a scotia bank mm-hmm. and at the end of every 3 months we cash in the gold we pay the principal
0: and okay. so on. Right, so you, you've got some gold set against the, the balance. It's okay, guaranteed. F- fine, and that's physical gold. gold. the balance. Okay, interesting. And and so when you say uh, your investors, are these institutional guys? There's a lot of money, so it's going to be mainly institutional. Like this, uh, yeah, it it's it's mostly institutional right, guys. Right. Um, uh, so dividend have... paying or so yield yield paying um, bond in this market. Oh, you, that must have taken no time. It,
1: it, uh,
0: But did people struggle with the concept? No, they didn't. uh, At first they were looking at this,
1: uh, it it was a very nice piece piece of paper. Uh, At the beginning was, what's the catch? The catch was that if we put together a financing from a bank or we put a financing from a streamer, Mm -hmm. we would have paid probably a lot more and gave up a lot more on Mm -hmm. the project. By the way, this came with a warrant attached.
0: Yeah, I see that, that gives
1: us thirty-five million additional dollars if it gets exercised. When we did the warrants at two dollars and twenty cents, yeah. today they're in the money by a dollar sixty. Right, so, it's it's only took... so that's an additional kicker that you have in there. So that's happening. But we gave it yeah. to a, we gave it to our uh, the, the bond was placed in the hands of uh, our, um, uh, large institutional investors. Uh, they're very happy. And with this kind of system, now we created a situation that we are going to be financing. The next step is to finance the Marmato mine. And the Marmato mine is going to be, be financing the same category of bond. Okay. And the same shareholders and the same bondholders are very happy to participate into this thing again because they see that it's a very profitable and very secure. It's,
0: it's definitely profitable. It's, I guess the question is do you need to do it that way? Can you go conventional? Depends, what, are you, what are you going to do with the money if we, to develop it? Well, the, the, money,
1: the money of uh, Marmato is going to go for developing literally the expansion of the mine. We're going to take the mine from 30 to 180,000 ounces. So it's a okay. construction of a plant. We're going to be. Mining the upper portion of Marmato conventional, and we're going to go underground in a sub level stoping type, very large four and a half gram material. Yeah,
0: to be mined. Yeah, I and mean, we I can talk about that in a bit. I, ju- I just want to stay on the, the, the finances of can. So, the you know, conventional would be a debt type product, yeah, Correct. but with a lot of security required, probably restraints,
1: security, and it takes time, hedging, to do. all sorts of
0: things. So, this note. Replication of this note could be a much quicker way to expedite getting that money. This note, this note. With people you've already made happy. Correct. Right, okay. Correct.
1: So, and management will be a participant in that note also. So, uh, that gives a confidence to investors that management believes in his own
0: company. With a note like that, you can go and borrow money, I think, 8%, um, huh? A lot of people, I, I think a lot of people,
1: especially the Europeans, funny enough, uh, I know that there is European funds that uh, that they can borrow at 1%, half a percent. I know. So, they hedge and they bought this thing. For the sure. For it's
0: sure. A fantastic paper. Call me. Right, uh, yes. <laughs> right. They, um, yeah, there's a couple of other things on here. So we, we, we took, we'll get into detail about the two projects in a second, okay? But you've also got some blue sky potential here. You 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 bothered to put it in the presentation. It means that you're thinking of doing something with that. So what is the, what is the thinking around those? Is it a JV? Is it a well, develop de- uh, Not develop, but explore it a little bit more. Work out what you've got. Sell it. What do what you think? We have
1: we have three project in the pipeline. As a mm. company that we have to grow, once we have Marmato going, we have to think uh, what what's next. One of the projects is very well advanced, but it's in the hands of a major. Uh, it's right. Iron Gold has the Sankula project. Okay. Um, they have two more years of exploration. They're spending $10 million right now in drilling. It's a beautiful project, very much like uh, Segovia, high-grade gold, lots of, lots of silver, probably more silver than gold but about 15 16 grams per ton.
0: Really? Okay. Well, um, Steve Letwin's here next Thursday. I'll ask him, huh? Well, but, uh, <laughs> you uh, ask him? Sounds them, like you good It'd be nice, to, right? be nice to know 15, what they're 16, doing. Huh?
1: But um, it's a, it's a very very good project. Right. It's it is actually the oldest mine in Colombia. It's the mine that financed the independence of uh, of uh, Colombia. Wow. There used to be a currency. Uh, they used to make their own. Off of gold. Off wow. Of the gold. And they used to be listed in the London Stock Exchange in the
0: eighteen hundreds. So did many people. So it's <laughs> a very historical mine. It's, it's ba- fantastic. That's a great story.
1: That's the that's 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 the mine, but it's in the hands of somebody. The other thing that we did, we wanted to have a little bit of diversification. Yeah. We wanted to go in Venezuela. Mm. Well Venezuela we've been there. Yeah. Um Gran Colombia owned uh, before uh, the, the the government uh, uh, confiscated or nationalized all mines mm. we have a claim against the government uh, we're hoping that the new government comes in right. which we believe that they will eventually and get rid of these people do, I don't do, you, do you have a, no don't
0: get it well well li- a <laughs> little bit let's do a little bit so we see a, a picture that is painted by the press north American press uk press of Venezuela being in the state of disorganisation, organization chaos and obviously new government looking to come in when they finally make that decision um, for you as uh, south americans is the picture clearer or
1: it's a lot more clearer
0: than than
1: than people i mean it's still very challenging but a right. solution has to come in because the country has gone in a spiral that uh, right. that, that has no bottom eventually there will be an uh, an opening and an agreement um, we as a company have an investment of 110 million dollars in a project that is uh, it's called the mm. Incredibly AMB. Um, it was part of our assets. Mm. We were ready to build a facility in a mine. Mm. It's got four million ounces of gold in place, open pitable. The reason that it's still intact because it's low grade, so we're talking right. about 2.5 grams. In legal miners don't go buying those kind of grades. Mm. Um, so we believe that it's an asset that would be easy to recover. Oh. Um, that's why we announced that we were going to do a spin-off of okay. uh, our company, of Grand Columbia, financed partially by Grand Columbia and other investors. Right. And uh, that's going to be done in the next 60 days. Right. Uh, we're going to put our asset over there uh, waiting for a change or wait, waiting for us to have an opportunity. It's a very, very inexpensive project. When we left it in 2012, that, uh, mm-hmm. that the government started talking about nationalization, mm-hmm. this project uh, was ready to work on, uh, it was $250 an ounce cost of production. All in sustainable. All in sustainable. Yeah. So yeah. we, it, it's going to be a very profitable project, but we'll see. It's
0: a. Okay. That we'll see there. Interesting. So let's come back to what you've got today. Just so want to talk again. Just talk about some of the numbers, but um, around the company. So you've very few shares out. Very tightly held. Correct. Yeah. So management. Is, how much does management got? Management
1: is uh, somewhere around uh, nineteen to twenty percent. Depends okay. if you look at the warrants also.
0: 22 probably would okay. Words. Fully dilated, right? Okay, yeah. um, and I guess that a lot of it's sitting in institutional, just the way that you structure this. Um, I would
1: say the rest, uh, it's outside of us, probably another 50% in
0: institution, and the
1: rest retail. Okay,
0: okay so meaningful retail because that the, the, the retail component is obviously what kind of tends to move these things in terms of the liquidity.
1: Yes, okay. and, you know? uh, and and the problem is that, uh, um, when when we when we actually were a lot tighter than that. We had 21 million shares about a year and a half ago. Okay, but you... Uh, we, we issued, what, what we did, we got rid of some of the debt of a silver note and we converted it, most of it. A lot of it was our uh, in, in management and uh, the same institutional investors. We felt that at the time the stock at $2.20 it was a good idea to convert and create some liquidity in the mm. stock because it has zero liquidity. Mm. Unfortunately, uh, it backfired on us. Everybody converted. The stock went to three fifty and then went to four fifty, and it's now in the three sixty range. Yeah, yeah, And nobody wants to sell. Yeah,
0: that's so, that's so the thing.
1: we <laughs> we're back to the same, but we're very happy with what we have.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're throwing off cash and you're paying down debt, which is, which is great. Well, the company
1: the is putting out a lot of cash. The company, we're sitting right now, end of July, we're going to be sitting with $50 million US in cash. We already paid $15 okay. million dollars in taxes, so we have no
0: taxes until next year. Okay, so I mean, I mean talk to me about that. So you've got um, 2023, but it looks like you're going to pay in terms of the debt, current note that's currently. But you're going to pay that down probably quicker than that. You've got 50 million bucks. Is that all going towards paying down the debt, or is there going to be any dividends, any uh, cash uh, we, buybacks we, for the next few? buybacks. Yeah, sorry.
1: No, for the next for the next year or so, I, I, I'm not a big fan of shares buyback. Share buyback has to be done at the right time. Mm. Uh, You buy shares when you are in a position that you say, all right, our excess cash is so much that we might as well. But Mm -hmm. if I take liquidity Mm -hmm. out of the stock, Mm -hmm. it gets even worse. It's going to be a a much more liquid stock. That's true. That's a good point. So um, what are we going to do with with, 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 with the cash? The cash is going to stay in the bank. Um, as, as a security, you never know what happens with prices of gold and with commodities. So mm-hmm. we're very comfortable building up a
0: good cash so position. You, so you've got physical gold secured. Correct. So and got we have cash. cash. So you've got lots of options. We got lots of options. The other thing is
1: we only use to repay, we own 69 million dollars uh, as of last month. Right. We, by July, we're going to be down to almost uh, 59, I believe that it's going, to, it's going to be. Right. The 59 million dollars that it's owned only represents 7% of our production a mm. year to repay So less than that. The 10 in here. Right. So, okay, uh, it's insignificant. Yeah, yeah. So we, we'd rather go to the process of repaying that debt. The new bond that we're going to, that we're planning to do is going to be done strictly, not on the corporate level, it's going to be done on the project level. So okay, so, so to
0: action. that point, with this bond, taken up predominantly by institutions last time, we just talked about liquidity as a thing which is important for companies of your size, right? So is some of that bond going to be you know, opened up to the retail market?
1: Yes, it would have to be a very specialised retail market, but yes we would. Okay. Um, but unfortunately with some of these bonds, because it becomes complicated. Especially when you go into a monthly interest payments and things like that, uh, you you want to limit to maybe two, three hundred thousand minimum investment and that's what makes it difficult sometimes for the retail public to put in because uh, even the exchange puts a yeah, for sure, for um, sure.
0: Well, whether or not it's through the bond or whether it's through another mechanism to allow retail to get hold of more shares. Correct.
1: But you know what's interesting? Uh, after we issued, you know, our bond is publicly listed. Mm-hmm. It retail has come in into the bond mm. and bought in small amount. Okay. Initially, you have to go and buy a certain amount. I think it's a 200,000 200, minimum that the exchange gives right. you. Right. Right. But after that. And he, well, once it's listed, it becomes an instrument. I know people that have bought yep. twenty thousand, thirty thousand of the bond, or ten thousand.
0: Your Balance sheet. I mean, some of the, some of the, some of these things you, you you've touched upon here in terms of you know the pay pay down of the debt. Your EBITDA from two thousand fifteen to today is you know literally that's that's a that's a nice chart. It's
1: a it's a fantastic little chart.
0: Yeah, we
1: we're very happy with it. Right. Well, we're not happy is with yeah. the price of the stock.
0: Just don't tell me you're undervalued. No, everyone tells me that. that. <laughs> but tell me, okay, you you you've had this kind of very fast, rapid ascension to where you are today in What's next? What's, what builds it up? Is I know you've got to develop a second asset, but is there more M and A planned, or is it a case of focus on these other exploration assets that you've got? How well, do, you, how do you keep that projection. Yeah, back? well,
1: you know. Obviously, the, the, the Marmato project is going to be significant mm-hmm. because we just doubled our production. Um, we already started uh, the path of the M&A. We're looking at new
0: areas in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so you're comfortable in Colombia? We're you know very Columbia. comfortable. Columbia's and you're able to home. find good assets? You're able to assess good assets? I mean, oh, there's still a very big amount of assets to be discovered there. But as part of
1: our plan, obviously, the next step is... We already started with mm. SandSpring by taking mm. a 19% position mm-hmm. in SandSpring. We believe it's, uh, it's a good jurisdiction. It's uh, a non-operational Guiana. position, right? It's non-operational, but we are giving some directions to management uh, uh, on how to proceed to build it through the experience of our management team.
0: And I assume that's the same with the iron-gold situation, potentially? potentially. Iron-gold,
1: iron gold we probably will end up with about a... 40% or, uh, carry position into the company.
0: Okay, and they would operate? And they would operate. So is, is this the picture you're building? Is this the way forward in terms of your M&A? You, you bring in joint venture operating partners? The, or is it...
1: In, in, in it? these two cases, it would be that, mm-hmm. but we are opening ourselves to look at operations, to go and expand our operation, possibly Venezuela, possibly um, other South American... Uh, our, our focus is always going to be in South America because that's where we operate. You know, we know
0: best. Right. Okay. Okay. So, anyone wanting to understand the finance a bit, page seven of the current presentation. You're there. not going to
1: find a synapse. That I can <laughs> tell you.
0: Okay. Okay. You, you. You. We use a phrase already. say so you stick to your knitting. You exactly. Stick to what you know. Okay. Exactly. So which is, which is great. Okay. Let's continue talking about some of the some of the results here. I'm looking at page nine of the presentation. Um, in terms of your production, you're saying you're going to potentially to go from TT5 up to 400 a year by the end of 2023 sickness okay, so, so that and that's with the kind of ASIC which you're looking at that should be generating a lot of cash. So, what's the end game here? Is this just a cash cow? We're going to keep running it? Do we sell it? At that
1: point, that's where the decisions got to come in. One decision that we made is we were looking at at one point for strategic investors, strategic Mm. partners Mm. to grow. Uh, People came to look at us to see because they were very intrigued with our growth and everything. Um, Our decision now is instead of being acquired, I mean, if somebody comes. We're a publicly held company. Somebody gives us the right offer that it's good for our investors. Mm-hmm. We're there to see it and, and if it makes sense. yeah, we, uh, We're we not here because we need a job. We're here because we want to make money. Um, so if that happens, but right now the strategy that we've taken in the next few years is going to be growth and mm-hmm. eventually uh, acquisition of other properties and. Uh, we are very much considering at one point when we feel comfortable the next few years uh, mm-hmm. a dividend payment because this is going to be right. putting a lot of money out.
0: Right. You use a phrase in your presentation, just going to finish off using a phrase to so stay disciplined. Now, you're a businessman with lots of interests outside of mining. So how, do, how are you going to maintain discipline for this company?
1: The discipline comes from the management team. That's why uh, my partner and I choose always to be in the chairman position. And as although we are executive, we look at the big picture. Uh, with, uh, we bring good management, strong management that have the capability of uh, executing. And. Uh, mm. When we see that the execution gets a little bit wild, we have the strength and we have the position in the company to come back and
0: bring everybody to earth. And move quickly. And move very quickly, that's what we do. Um, Hands-on management. Well, I've enjoyed hearing that story. It's the first time I've heard this. Um, You've done exceptional work in the last few years to bring it up to where it is today. Look forward to hearing more about it soon. So if you next time you're through London, please come and see us. Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much for watching our video. We do aim to give you informed and intelligent information with which to make your investment decisions. So if you liked what you just saw please give us a thumbs up and if you want to see more insightful, in-depth, honest and unbiased interviews then please click the subscribe button. So thanks again for watching and we look forward to seeing you again soon.